Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach, passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business, to realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mom with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so he can work through you. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is Alexia Carrillo. I want to give you all an update on the beta program that I did earlier this year uh, before we get into the episode here. So that beta program, the beta coaching program I did called Calling called, 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 called and confident. Um, that program was amazing. I mean, not to like brag about myself, but the, the content, the training, the, the transformational impact of this program was amazing. And it really opened my eyes to how powerful it is and why God is leading me to teach this to you guys. Because the breakthrough that I saw, even in the first few weeks, was just amazing. To watch someone struggle for years, knowing what she was called to do, like trying to figure out what she's called to do, just to be able to get that clarity and then to be able to go after it and finally have that decision and that certainty, even if there was fear and doubt. And that was just the beta group. And from that, I learned quite a bit about how to improve the program and reformat it to better serve the women that go through the program. So right now I'm preparing for the new and improved version of the program, which is now going to be called the Called and Confident Entrepreneur. And there's going to be more to come in the next few weeks, but I wanted to go ahead and get that on your radar. If you're not on my email list or in my free community on Facebook, then you'll definitely want to do that. So you'll hear all about when the program opens and the spots. Actually, this time it's not going to be group It is going to be one-on-one. So if you're at all interested in that, then make sure you get on the email list or in the group. Both links to do that are in the description below this podcast. Um, And if you're wanting to go ahead and get started with understanding how mindset blocks have been showing up in your business and keeping you from success, then go ahead and grab your free copy of the Biblical Mindset Starter Guide for Entrepreneurs if you haven't already. I created this guide to help you stop letting emotions keep you from your calling because with this starter guide, you're going to learn how mindset is affecting your business, the five areas where mindset blocks show up, and how to start rewiring your thoughts to reflect biblical truth instead so that you will be on the path to being able to confidently step into your calling with a biblical mindset. So if you're ready to stop letting worry keep you from doing what God has called you to do, then go ahead and head on over to mamawithacalling.com slash mindset guide, all one word, to grab your free copy of, of the starter guide. All right. Today, I want to talk about basically taking your calling seriously. 
This is a podcast, right? About all about finding and stepping into your calling. But one of the things that I think we do a lot is forget how serious our calling really is. Um, Yes, we have a broad calling for all Christians, but I'm talking about the thing that God has essentially anointed you to do, the thing that he's given you to do, your assignment, your kingdom assignment. And when we say the word calling, we, I think we just kind of casually think of it as like, oh yeah, that's the business I want to do. But it is more than that, right? Like this isn't just some random idea you had. To be called means there is someone on the other end doing the calling, right? And that is God. And who is God? He is the creator of all things. Your Lord and Savior, Father in heaven, master of the universe, like all of these things, the almighty God, he is the one who's called you to do this. And I think that if we really saw our calling through that lens, then the excuses, the mindset blocks, etc., not that they would go away, though it does help, but they wouldn't have the power they do. They would not be able to control what you do or don't do because that doesn't matter. Nothing there matters more than it being that God told you to do this. Now, I'm not saying those things to shame you at all, but I am hoping to bring light, to bring to light a truth that could shift your perspective and change your thoughts so that you can fully show up to do the work that God has given you. Now, this is basically a follow-up episode to the last one I did, the one before last, episode 112, where I talk about David in the wilderness and how he knew that he was anointed to be king, but didn't try to like make it happen or force it. So if you haven't listened to that one, that would be a really good one to listen to um, as well to couple with this episode. But now we've moved along here in 2 Samuel and things have shifted. Saul and most of his sons actually died in battle. And there's this big shift that happens in David because where before he was not, you know, trying to get the throne. um, Now he starts to claim his position as king and even fights for it. The same David that was so determined not to take the throne, even though God told him that he was anointed for the position. And this really stood out to me because I was like, now what just happened? Like, did David change his mind? What's going on? Then I realized that David didn't really change anything. In both scenarios, he is focused on honoring God and doing what is right in his eyes. He is trusting in God's process Overall, in 1 Samuel, when he's on the run, he constantly says that he will not lay a hand against the Lord's anointed one. So in 2 Samuel, the anointed one becomes now David's the anointed one, right? Before Saul was in the position, he even says in 1 Samuel, I will not lay a hand against him. He will either need to just die from his own time or he will need to die in battle. And he dies in battle. So that means that it is it's his time, right? And so now David steps in that position and he is just as concerned with the Lord's anointed being in the position God deemed him to be in because he trusts God and he values what he has said is to be. So as I read this, I was struck by how seriously David took the anointing of God, that when God has called someone to do a specific task, gifted them in a specific way or assigned them with a specific position, then it is not to be taken lightly. 
Paul was the same way, actually, as he talked about his assignment and laboring for the Lord. Like he showed up and he's like, I am on a mission. I am doing this thing. He took it very seriously what he was doing. So my question to you today is, do you take your calling, your business that seriously? Do you even see your business as a true calling, like really deep down? Again, this is not meant to shame you, but you have to get clear on this so that you can fully show up in a way, in the way you're wanting to, honestly, like if you think of it as a calling and you see that God's called you to it, and that means your business is where he's put you, that will change everything that will change how you show up, right? You're going to want to honor God in what you're doing and fears and things aren't going to, I mean, yes, we need to work through those, but also it's sort of like show up anyway, because God said, right. And trusting that he's going to help you through that. So do you see being in business as your anointing and calling that God has said, this is your work and assignment. So I want to talk about three mindset blocks that could be keeping you from fully stepping into your calling and taking it seriously and what to do about it instead. And we're going to take some lessons from David here for each one of these. So the first mindset block is thinking, I don't know anything about business. I don't have anything to offer. Some of you are having a hard time believing that God has actually called you into business. Either you're questioning the calling in the first place, meaning that you either think God doesn't call people into business. Maybe you have some mindset issues there, or you're just not sure that you've heard God. Like you don't know if he even said to do business or you're not believing that you have anything of particular value to bring to the table. Like why would anybody listen to you? Like, can you actually make a business out of this? Those kinds of questions. So if you have this thinking, then it's going to affect how you show up for your business, right? It'll make it easy to focus on other things in life when business gets hard or confusing or you don't know what to do. This can lead to bouncing around from thing to thing. That can be one of the reasons that you do that. It can also affect your ability to make money because when you doubt that you have anything to offer, then you're not going to really be able to sell what you're offering because if you don't believe in it, then your customers definitely won't believe in it. And it's going to be really hard for you to show up and promote it or talk about it. And you're going to feel like you want to hide in like in the corner and curl up in a ball if you have to sell your stuff because you don't think it's valuable. So some lessons from David here. Um, whether you're qualified or not, if God has called you, then it is to be, and you need to take it seriously. Take it seriously that God, the God of all things has decided that you are going to be the one to have this business. I wasn't called to your business. Your friend, Sally, I don't know any Sally's, but your friends were not called to your same kind of business. Even you see that even in the entrepreneur space, there are so many different kinds of businesses And for whatever reason, you resonate with your business. And that reason, I would argue, is that God gave it to you. This is your anointing, your calling. This alone gives you power, authority, and favor for the position that he has given you. You can see evidence of this all throughout Psalms, where David talks about the protection of of God's anointed, that God gives favor, that God fights the battles for his anointed, etc., etc. There is a belief that in Psalm um, 112 is good to see how God looks upon, um, that's just kind of like for the righteous, but still like 
the anointed. Like God talks about that a lot. So David is believing in that and he's experienced that, right? Like David and Goliath, right? Like he's experienced God showing up for him in that way. And so believing in God's goodness, like if God has anointed you to a position and asked you to do it, he's not going to abandon you. He is going to equip you. He is going to open doors for you. He is going to give you, he has given you authority in that position. And so claim it and take it, not in a negative way, um, not a name it and claim it. That sounded weird, but you know what I mean? Like claim, I mean, it is, it is claiming it. It's claiming, Hey, God said this, I am going to do this. Okay. Mindset block number two, I shouldn't try too hard or that is striving. So I've said this before and I'll say it again. There's a difference in striving and working hard. So striving is about your heart posture. Are you doing it for your own gain, for the goals that you set for yourself without consulting God on those goals? That's striving when you're trying to just leave God out of it and do all these things that you see on social media, like go for it and crush those goals and go after your big dreams and all those kinds of things. But this line of thinking can actually result in the belief that barely working is the way to go, right? The, by the line of thinking, I mean like that you shouldn't try too hard or, or you're striving. It can almost create this opposite effect where you don't do anything. But if you try too hard, then you're taking it out of God's hands. But I want to remind you that God values work. And it's all throughout the Bible, but the book of Deuteronomy comes to mind every time when God talks about the blessings in Deuteronomy 28. And in Deuteronomy 28, 12, he says he, for those who follow him and follow his commands, I will bless the work of your hands. Like he values work. So I'm saying this because in your business, if you think that you shouldn't, um, again, fully step into that position that God's given you, you're just kind of showing up or, or like, you know, look, I did it. I posted on social media. That's not really saying, Hey, this is serious. I'm in this position and I'm going to do my best, right? I'm going to do my best in this position. I'm going to work hard and I'm going to show up and honor God in the way that I show up in this position because he anointed me. So some lessons from David here is David doesn't just sit there complacently as King. He does his best at the job and note all the while he is constantly seeking God's counsel and doing his best to honor God in everything that he does. And when he messes up, who does he go to? God. Like that's, that's what you have to do as well. So in your business, do your best in the position that you've been given. This honors God because you are working for and with him. Um, Colossians 3.23 references that. And then mindset block number three is the thought I should be humble and try not to elevate myself. And I'm not trying to mock, but I know that I've even said that myself in the past. And this kind of thinking prevents you from stepping into what God has called you to with authority and confidence. Because somewhere along the way, Christians, especially women, have mixed up confidence and arrogance and pride. Um, and that they think the opposite of that is to be humble, except, I mean, yes, we should be humble, but they've mixed up humble with being timid or lowly or like worthless. Like, you know, woe is me. I don't even deserve to like exist or something. And it's very like these extremes, but there is a difference between being confident 
and humble, like not prideful, but being confident and humble and being arrogant and prideful in your abilities. Confident, and you see this with um, with with all different characters of the Bible, but like, um, you know, David does that when he goes to fight Goliath. He's like, um, God is going to give me the skills that I need. He is going to fight this battle. Like, I don't have to worry about it. Like when you know that God has said, this is what you're going to do. This is the business I've given you. Your confidence is not in yourself. It's in, in the Lord, right? That he is going to equip you, that he is going to work through you. And you're humble in the sense that you know that's not from you. <laughs> you know this depends on God. So you're not prideful. And that's just not the same as being like, look at me. Look how amazing I am. Look at all the things I can accomplish and all the things I've done and all the followers I have. Like, that's obviously not what we want to do. So if you're thinking that your job is to make sure that you're not ever elevated, which I mean, granted, don't elevate yourself. That's we're not supposed to do that. We need to let God elevate us and exalt us in his time. But often what happens is we think that being exalted at all is a sin. So then we should avoid it at all costs. But that's a lie from the enemy. Because if you doubt your right to walk in the anointing that God has given you, then it won't fully be expressed. Like you, if you doubt it, then even though you've been anointed in that area, you're not going to step into it. You're not going to actually show up in that and let God exalt you at the right time. And because you're gonna be like, no, 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 I'm not supposed to. No, 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 I'm not. I don't want to be on stage. No, I don't want to show up saying that I'm an authority. I don't want to show up and say that I know that I can help people. It's not right for me to show up and um, charge people for things just to talk to me, you know, whatever that is like not acknowledging the gifts and the skills and and the training that you're bringing to the to the table how you can actually help people that God has gifted you this and those giftings are not just for you that you have a responsibility with those again because God has anointed you and called you to this so this means that if you shift that you will show up well no it, this means that if you don't shift that you will show up in your business as more of a friend than an authority. You may feel nervous about sales and actually pitching your products or even trying to show that you don't know what you're talking about because or because you're you're going to try to make yourself humble, right? Like you're not going to like saying, actually, I can help you and here's how. You're just going to kind of avoid all those things. And so I think I thought it was interesting as I was preparing for this. It's like, imagine if Paul showed up and was like, well, I don't know as much as you guys. Like when he showed up at every single place, like the, the churches wouldn't have been created, but he showed up with boldness. He spoke what he needed to speak. I mean, there's, I have other episodes for that, but he would just start speaking in synagogues like, Hey, here's what everybody thinks and has always thought. <laughs> Let's turn it on its head. Um, you know, he showed up with boldness and not in his own knowledge, but knowing that God had given him this assignment and charged him with this message, he took it seriously. And same with David. He couldn't just step up as king if he wasn't willing to claim the position with authority. And actually, just now as I'm saying that, I think about Saul. When Saul was first chosen, he hid behind all the stuff. And at first you're like, oh, wow, he's so humble. But like, you know, and I never realized this actually until this moment, but actually Saul doing that 
he is not honoring and respecting the fact that Samuel told him the Lord has chosen you. And for him to hide, even though God said, this is your position, I'm asking you to be king, the first king of my people. I've chosen you. Saul was like hiding behind some barrels. And it's like, is that, is that really okay? And look the, what happened with Saul. He did not honor and respect what God told him the whole time. He constantly thought he knew better and didn't fully obey God, thought he could kind of, you know, twist it a little bit, do some of it, not all of it, and just didn't revere God the way that God needs to be revered. And um, that ended up being an issue. But David is like, got it. You said I'm in this position. I'm in this position. So that's just, I just, I just realized that that's unscripted. So there you go. Um but when David, you know, stepped into that position and he said, he, you know, you can't be a king, a, a true king, if you're not or like a leader, a position of authority, if you're not willing to say, like, I am the leader, right? I don't know if you've ever had a boss, probably not, but you've never had a boss probably that was like timid and not really, you know, okay, guys, I mean, if you could maybe sort of do what I'm asking, that'd be great. Like, nobody's going to listen, right? There's a reason people are given authority. So if you're called to business, then that means you're called to lead in some capacity, because that means people are going to be looking to you for for advice, for for knowledge, for guidance, for leadership in whatever area you're helping them in. So the lessons from David for this one are, you know, because David was anointed, then he put his confidence in the Lord and his and God's promises that he would show favor and protection for the righteous and his anointed ones, that the battle was the Lord's, all of those things. So I want you to change the way you think about this. This is a calling from the most high creator and ruler of all things. And with this, you can then say that you will show up doing your best work. You will follow the Holy Spirit where he leads and say what he says to say and do what he says to do. Paul and David both um, and multiple other examples. So those are the two I could think of right now. Um, they knew what their anointing, like that with their anointing came power, favor and blessings and protection from God. And they also knew it was not just about them. This is a serious thing because if God has chosen them, they have something that they need to do for others, for the kingdom, and they're going to step up to the plate. So while being prideful and arrogant aren't what God wants for you, obviously, he does want you to claim the authority that he's given you in your business, in your niche, in the mark, in the area of the market that you are called to help and serve. That's how you're going to impact people. That's how you're going to actually make a difference is when you make these mindset shifts to fully acknowledge and believe that God has called you to this. So I hope this encourages you today. Remember, if you are stuck and feeling really discouraged about how things are going or not going in your business, if you're wondering how you can have this new, this, this belief that God really has called you, if you're finding yourself stuck in not being able to believe that, then I want to invite you to book a session with me. I offer single one-on-one coaching sessions, also offer packages. And then you can even do a discovery call just to kind of, you know, ask questions and see if it's the right fit for you before you fully, um, before we work together, just to make sure. But 
that's my calling. My calling is to help you as a coach to work through any of these mindset blocks that are keeping you from fully stepping into what God has for you and what he's calling you to do and to have this biblical perspective on that. So to learn more about those options, just go to momwiththecalling.com slash coaching. And don't forget, if you haven't already grabbed that free biblical mindset starter guide, you can grab that below as well. All right, that's it for today. I will see you next time. In the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawiththecalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.